0: A spell on
1: you of for a lot of other people. I drew the analogy and apologies in advance for yeah Canadian apologies uh, for being crude, but you know you make love to New Orleans. You angrily skullfuck oh, Las Vegas, I, I, I <laughs> and that's my analogy.
0: New Orleans is just my... Sir, this is could. a family goddamn show. I'm surprised well, not anymore, you have that. It's kind not. Of- <laughs> we have a, a colorful graphic here that shows instances of bullshit like this are on the rise. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it! (laughs) (laughs) The government's out to get ya, NASA's out to get ya, the NSA's out to get ya. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Please ask public not to shoot after recent Bigfoot sighting.
1: Discussion we've been having lately about Bob Lazar and what he did at Area 51
0: shit open the gates open the gates We're here. awesome so anyway so how have you been man it's been a long time since we chatted
1: yes I've been busy um work has been busy Um, in addition to my regular job, I have another good friend that works at another kitchen in town. Every once in a while, he asks if I can come and help him when they have busy shit going on. So I go over and help him. And so that was very busy. It turns out that I'm going to have to move apartments coming up right away, which uh. I'm not entirely enthused about. But if that's the way it's got to be, I guess (laughs) that's the way it's got to be. I hate moving. Um, I spent a good chunk of Christmas after Christmas being sick as a dog, so I just feel like I'm really behind on everything. My apartment's been a mess, and and life is – I just feel like I've been two steps behind and and, and one step forward. But, uh, but I'm here with you now. I've got some drinks in front of me, and –
0: there you and
1: go. I guess this is what I needed after a long day of work a long day of getting my ass kicked I'm pretty happy to be here man
0: oh man I'll tell you what this is the best uh, this is my zen you know and of course you know all the stuff going on on my side at least the gist of it uh, and for you listeners that know A little bit, you know, we're kind of changing stuff up. Which, actually, let me introduce you to our good friend Mitchell from Canada. So, how is everybody doing, guys? (laughs) Welcome to the to the world of United States. Welcome to Strange Uncles. Welcome to Strange Uncles, everybody. And so I'm Shane. I'm Mitchell. And here we are. And, uh, you know, Mitchell's got actually going to be the guest co-host on this one. Uh, we have – so we kind of barter back and forth on a topic and an idea. You know, I talk to Mitchell actually often, to be honest with you. He's one of the good friends that I met through the Vegas Network. And, uh, and we just always kept in contact because we like weird shit. So, you know, we that keep together. That is a true statement. <laughs> that is a true statement. So, I invited him on to do a, a guest host. And on this episode, we are actually going to talk, uh, we're going to do our typical uh, rants and raves a little bit, weird facts, but we're going to actually talk about the subject of voodoo, something that's always fascinated me. And I'm going to let him run with it.
1: First of all, I just want to say open the gates.
0: Open the gates. Open
1: the gates. So, are we ready to just get into it? Rants
0: and raves or or shooting the shit? Or how do you want to? I think so. I think so. I think we got a pretty strong topic. Um, So, let's roll into uh, Rants and Raves. Rants and raves. Something else I don't understand motivation tapes, motivation books. What happened here? Suddenly everybody needs to be motivated? It's a fairly simple thing. Do you want to do something or you don't? Peace and love. Peace and love. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. So don't even think about messing with me. Y'all feel me?
1: Um. So I, I thought about doing a, like, I mean, like I said, I've got so much shit going on right now i I, I stopped like that like i couldn't say shit on this podcast for some reason (laughs) um i've got so much shit going on i want to do something you know oh man my i got to move apartments oh man i've been really busy at work but honestly i want to talk about something nice and positive and a rave refreshing and i have a vacation plan six weeks from now i'm yes. going to be in new orleans yes. and i just i could not be more excited about this a bunch of friends you and i have in common from podcasts and things like that are going to go down to new orleans and spend for myself a week for some other people less than that and it is going to be a blast man i am so looking forward to this i need a holiday i need to get the fuck out of dodge i need to get away from this minus Thirty Celsius. I don't know what that Fahrenheit bullshit is. I was is. gonna ask you what the fuck that is. It's was fucking witchcraft, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Divide by fucking 1.89 oh. bullshit thing. I don't know. My I whatever. Flex I need capacitor. to get and I need to get into some warm weather, and that's going to be happening very soon. So that's my rave. I hope you were talking about making it at one point. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I was going to tell you, I really still, again, you know, for the listeners, my life's kind of went topsy-turvy a little bit. But, uh, you know, this is my Zen, so I'm trying to keep this kind of platform. You know, had some health issues, had some uh, (laughs) marital issues, needless to say. Um, But I do still want to go, and it still actually is, you know, I'd say it's a 60-40. Um, it's it kind of deep, it's not bad. No, I, I think 60%, it's 60%, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Um, It kind of hinges also, um, I might actually, which this is kind of cool and I don't know if it's gonna happen or not, but uh, my company's actually expanding and we do some things in uh, other countries. And uh, I might actually work with a structural engineer to fly to uh, Bangalore and help head up some construction uh, thing there for about a month, month and a half. That might fall right exactly during that time frame. And if okay. that happens, I'm taking a rain check because
1: yeah, know, absolutely. I think they need me I mean,
0: in Bangalore, hopefully. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fuck. But, that's um, a
1: big deal, man. That's cool. How many people get to say that for their job? Oh yeah. I'm just fucking flying to Bangalore tomorrow. You know, not, not even, not even a, yeah, yeah. That's what I do for a living. I go when I, I, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) That is so cool. We'll
0: we'll see. We'll see. But you know, again, uh, New Orleans has been one of those things where um, I I just God, dude, I've always wanted to go. Uh, I hope you you can make it. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, the whole tradition that the urban legends, the culture, the feel of that place. uh, I just, uh, man, I, I really, and I know you're a, you're, I wouldn't say an expert, I'd say an amateur expert on that town and what it does. So, you know, just the stories you feed me get me excited. And it's fucking awesome. So it is
1: one of those places that it just a a buddy of mine that has another podcast about new Orleans. He has a theory that like the humidity, once you go to the city, the city just seeps into you through your pores. And once that happens, you can't get it out of you. And that's been a pretty fair approximation of what's happened to me. (laughs) I've been down only twice. I know I talk a lot about it and it probably sounds like I've been a lot more than that. But I spend an inordinate amount of time fucking around online looking for stuff on about new orleans and want to do everything and if i could live there tomorrow i really would i would just pick up and move and it is just it's the closest place you can go to seems like it's somewhere other than north america like it's the closest thing you can get to be into into going to europe or going to the caribbean without actually leaving the continent right it's it's just it's like nothing you've ever seen and if you were to come like i mean the, the amount of Haunted houses and the pharmacy oh, museum, dude, that's the and thing. Oh. you know the axe murder of New Orleans and yeah, yeah. and uh, Madame La um, all those stories. That I mean, this you would have there'd be so much for me to show you and things that I haven't done yet that I would like to go and do. That just would be very strange, uncles
0: centric. If I don't, I'll let you know. But but we're sure. we're hoping we're hoping so, um, we're kind of go from there. So and I've got you know this is one of those. Uh, you know it's a, it, it's going to be a rant, you know, because it, it's a okay. stupid fucking rant. But it's one of those things that kind of popped up today. Um, I was talking to a guy, and uh, we're having a conversation. It, well, okay, he claims he claimed he was this big Marvel guy. Oh yeah, I love everything Marvel does. You know, I've seen every movie and da 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 and this and that. And uh, in the back of the background of where we're at, they were playing a, a Blade movie. I think it's like Blade Two or some shit like that. Okay. And there's these people all over the place, by the way. You know, it doesn't just stem off this one person, whatever have you. Bandwagoners, I guess, is where I'm going with this. And I go, oh yeah, played Yeah, you know that was a that was a Marvel movie that uh, that kicked, kind of kicked off. That was comic. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it actually, it was. There's there a lot of smaller ones. It was Marvel's been going on for quite some time. It didn't just start with a vi- – nope, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, I'm just gonna walk this way, and you can walk that way. It just, you know, again, bandwagoners amaze me. Yeah, you know, you know, I I get the whole thing. It's cool, and again, I, you know, hey, I'm glad these people like these kind of movies. It's fantastic, but uh, come on, guys, you know, dig into a little bit. If you like a band, don't listen to the first the new album of the band and say your it's your favorite band. Can you go back three albums, four albums? Can you kind of you know broaden your horizons just a little bit and kind of have something that you're discussing? You know, small, but I just, you know, it was one of those things where I had a little anger in me. A little. Not a lot. A little. And at least be open to the idea of I have something to learn. Right. 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 I mean rather than just
1: like, okay, all I knew is know is the new movies, but I want to learn more. Or or even if I don't, just go, oh, I didn't know that.
0: (laughs) Thank you. You know, rather than telling you
1: you're wrong. Like, I mean, I once heard somebody say the quickest way to not learn anything is to already think you know the answers.
0: You have anything else on your side? Not for rants. Um, Okay. I'm ready to move on whenever you are. Well, hell yeah. Well, let's go into word facts and news. Good education is not what fills your heads with facts, but what stimulates curiosity. Then you learn for the rest of your life. Didn't you fuckers learn anything at college? All right, word facts and news. So we got a couple of banter back and forth with, um, you know. And again, I was Dylan Mitchell. You know, some of these are kind of funny, and they're going to go into the into the you know the creepy side, you know, eventually. But uh, one thing that I really <laughs> I stumbled on this article a couple weeks ago, and, and again, I guess this is people, you know, just kind of like the rant, it goes back to, you know, how far will people go, or what do people believe in, or what are they, you know, wh- where are their mindsets, I suppose. Um, the article actually was pulled out of, it was written actually by a Nick Chester um, of vice.com, and if any of you ever watch Viceland or are into Vice, a lot of their stories are spot on, they're funny, they're accurate. Which is really important for the most part nowadays, because all the other news around. And this guy decided, you know, usually he does some hard hitting stuff, but he covered this thing here that uh, he persuaded a dealer to cook and deliver beef Wellington instead of weed, and that's actually the title of the whole article. And what he did, it was like a two week experiment, to where he, you know, the state that he's in, it's legal, and so okay. they call out and they do their, their, you know, their weed dealers. And he started talking to the guy about, uh, as he calls his day, he, he had about six of them lined up. And at first it was small, it was something like, you know, well, can you can you go, you know, I really want weed, but I'm also looking on, on this, you know, I'm kind of hungry for McDonald's, can you do? And eventually he'd break the guy down enough to where the guy wanted to make the money on the deal. So he'd stop by and get him a Big Mac, et cetera, et cetera. This went on and went got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the one catch that he had was this dealer took the time, he had him go to a natural food store, buy the ingredients cook what a beef wellington was send him the recipe for beef wellington and for those of <laughs> you who don't know how fucking hard it is to cook that's beef a, wellington. God, I,
1: I cook for a living and that's an involved deal that's exactly. not like slap me together some peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwich yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is it's not like pick shit? me up
0: pick me up a pepperoni stick and and then you know bring me the weed on the way no this is like the dealer prepped it Cooked it, put it all in cases and all packages, brought it to him with his weed delivery. Um, Of course, he got tipped for it, but I just, I I found it was very, it's a unique social experiment that I find fucking hilarious that this guy pulled off. And and I just wanted to kind of share because I thought that was fucking, I thought it was hilarious.
1: Well, and what does that say about, and not to get too political here, but what does that say about the whole, you know, gigging job market?
0: Right. You know, like right.
1: I, I, I yeah. need to make enough money that here's the lengths of shit that I'm going to go to do to make – you wave enough money in front of somebody's face and and uh-huh. it's like driving Uber or it's like doing – what you always hear those stories about, you know, you send the pizza delivery guy a message to stop and pick me up a pack of cigarettes or a case of beer or right. whatever on the <laughs> right. way over.
0: What do you got on your side, man?
1: Okay, so I think – You're going to know this one already, but for the listeners that haven't, we're talking about New Orleans and we're talking about weird, creepy shit. Did you know John F. Kennedy's assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was actually born in New Orleans?
0: I did not know that. Really?
1: Yeah. He lived in at least nine different mansions, nine different homes, pardon me, over the course of three different periods. So he moved out from the city and then back again before moving to Dallas only about two months before JFK was assassinated. I got that from NOLA.com and if you I'll go to NOLA.com you can find a map with all the houses where he lived.
0: I'll be damned. Huh. And I'm
1: sure if you go there that's you can link. probably find it on some walking tour or something like that Well, they'll take sure. you around and you know, at least point one or two of them out for you but if you wanted to pull up the map from NOLA.com you can actually go to New Orleans and see all the nine houses where he lived.
0: Yeah. well, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I guess that's a, it's a small world, isn't it? when you look at stuff like that i know here in uh, salt lake city everybody's infatuated with ted bundy you know and what he did and all that so you can go to his house i was having a conversation with a guy the other day that uh oh yeah i've been to his house up in the woods and you know that uh, that wasn't his house it's it's an old power plant but somehow this myth went off onto where oh yeah you can go in the cellar and do this and do this Uh, not the case you know but nobody really knows the right facts on that and just very well, it's interesting. one
1: of up right now with the Ted Bundy thing and the movies and shit. Is oh, yeah. it right now? Oh yeah. Like well, somebody's um, doing a movie some big name star. I don't like I don't follow movies for nothing, so I it, don't know it, uh, who um, it is or what it is, but I'm sure I saw it come across my Twitter feed or something. There's some um
0: there's something on Netflix called the, text, uh, the Ted Bundy Tapes that are out there. Okay. I have not watched them yet, but I hear good reviews about them. My whole thing is I you know, there's a the difference between what we talk about as far as I'd be more interested in the spirits of the people that he killed and what might be up there than I do what that asshole did, because it's just psychotic. Sure. I, and at these murder podcasts and true crime podcasts, all this true crime stuff, people love it. You know, especially nowadays, they just, they're fascinated with it. I uh, I'm not really on that, on that wagon. I don't know. You know, that's, that's just fair. me, you know, but anyway,
1: um, as another friend of ours from another podcast is fond of saying, why do we keep giving these people airtime?
0: You know yes. why do we yes. turn them exactly. into?
1: You know there are some people They're that at, at some point in time you talk about how charismatic Ted Bundy is. Like why are we? You know I, continuing I, their legacy.
0: I, I don't get it. I you know you're you're making these people, you're fueling their egomaniacal thing is what you're doing. Right. That's the reason they well, are who they are. And now well, and you're encouraging just to
1: people afterwards.
0: Right. Well, and right? then you I have mean, like copycat killers. A lot of copycat. That's where they come from too. Because it's well, all, or, or, or just
1: some dude that goes. You know, I'm already a little bit, you know, got a couple screws loose. But, you know, if I go and do this, they're going to make a movie about me. Right.
0: I'll right. be fucking famous. Right. Right. Yeah. That's how you find your 15 of fame. Right. Yeah. No. You're turning I'm the guy you. in.
1: You're putting the guy in a movie. You're turning them into the star of the movie. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> on a lighter note, Hotel Fires half its robot staff for sucking up their jobs. Just <laughs> saying for everybody. <laughs> so Japan, of course, you know, being the the place that they'll take something that's already there and they'll make it better. That's what Japan's Absolutely. just famous at doing, right? Um, so they have uh, the han Hotel, um, and it's near Tokyo. It prided itself on having an old robot staff. The whole staff's robotic, evidently, and turns to find out that um, they're shitty. So they're going to fire them. Um, I don't know how the robots feel about that, but you know, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, we're fucked. I mean, tomorrow obviously is going to be the robot fucking apocalypse, <laughs> right, and exactly. and we pissed them off, and yeah. and we're done.
0: So, uh, another really quick one, and then I'll throw it back to you, man. Um, yeah. do you know? And evidently, this is a disease, but it, it baffles me that it, it, I, I've never heard of this in my life before. Have you ever heard of the disease uh, synesthesia? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, you have um, okay, okay.
1: So, so weird side tangent here, and this um, shows what a big fucking nerd I am. I am assuming I have this correct. There was an episode of Deep Space Nine where that was played a small part, where it has to do with, uh, how can I put this into words? Um, sense cent- uh, confusion of senses and things
0: like that, isn't it? Correct, hundred percent correct. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I've never. I've never stumbled on it. So the definition of it is uh, it's a strange condition where your senses basically they're perceived as another sense. You get confused. So right. instead of taste, you got sound. It's sort of hearing you have taste, you know, vice versa. So there's a woman, and there's been cases of it, um, you know, throughout history, all the way back to 1645, that's actually, there was a case. But there's a woman that is new, and she's out on Twitter. She's telling everybody um, that she can taste your words. And she can tell you what your names taste like. And I guess my question is, well, first of all, what the fuck? And second of all, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that fucking works. I get, my name is Chuck. Oh, you taste like a um, an ice cream pop. I, I don't – how can you prove a wrong? Is there any way? Right?
1: Hey, no. I mean, I guess there's not. I mean, I guess there's CAT scans and things like that where you can say, yes, this person actually does have this condition. But at the end of the day, yeah, you car kind of down to the taking her word on what that. and second of all, I'm not sure I'd want to ask. I don't think I would. Yeah, my you know name's what? Mitchell. What Yeah, you Yeah, you, you taste like shit, asshole. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. You taste like rotten catfish. You know, oh, okay. eggs, rotten yeah, that's eggs or something, great. you know. That's great.
1: Cat's litter box or some fucking thing. But I mean, no, I mean that's cool. that's
0: interesting that's trippy like that's such
1: a hard thing for us to wrap our brains around you know like that just doesn't compute for anybody else it's really hard to say what things look like from another person's perspective because so many things come down to what's subjective and what's not
0: yeah you know i don't know it's a it's a weird it's a weird topic but it's you know it's fun to think about fun to think think out of the box absolutely so what do you got man
1: Okay, so back to New Orleans, because that's all that's on my brain right now. (laughs) Um, Anybody who knows me knows that I am an invertebrate gambler. I love Las Vegas. I love gambling, things like that. Both poker and craps got their start in New Orleans. Really?
0: Yes. Huh, I didn't know that either. I'll be damned. So
1: for craps, back in the 1800s, it was brought there by, and I'm going to slaughter this name, Bernard de Marigny. And so he went to England and brought the game of... Hazard, back to New Orleans. Oh, and has, and yes. I, and I know yes. you're a little bit familiar right. with that name. Right, um, English, And so Hazard, right. allegedly, for the first yeah. time, was played in North America, in New Orleans. If you go to New Orleans, actually, there's a neighborhood called fulberg Marigny, and Fulberg is just French for neighborhood, and it was also named after the same guy. I'll be damned. So anyways, huh. poker, just very briefly, huh. um, was allegedly reported to be played for the first team in time in 1829, and that was seen by actor Joseph Cowell. I don't know who Joseph Cowell was, but if anybody's inclined to look him up. Huh. Um, it used a deck of 20 cards, and players largely like today bet on whose hand was best. Um, from there, it spread north up the Mississippi on the riverboats and eventually over to the Wild West.
0: Hmm, that's cool. There you go. There you go. A little bit of fact. Um, I got something kind of on my side that's kind of neat, and this is a Utah-based thing. Not that, you know, this is a place that I grew up in or I love with all my heart because, fucking trust me, it's weird. I do know there's some weird things in Utah. I will be – I encounter those, however. Uh, We actually had a news report about three weeks ago that there was a Bigfoot spotted in Provo. And so Provo's about – or no, I'm sorry, not Provo. Excuse me. um, Ogden. And Ogden's about 30 minutes, roughly, from downtown Salt Lake, if you go north back up. And I watched the video, and anybody, you know, you can catch it on a KSL has it, I think, which is our news feed here. You can pull up the video, you can see the clip. Um, what they did was they saw it, they videotaped it on a on a cell phone um, video, which you know isn't the greatest thing, especially long distances. And then once it kind of disappeared up and over the rock, they went out, they got their gear on, they got backpacks on, they went up there hiking. They did find footprints. They didn't find anything else. They didn't find hair or nothing else. But looking at the video, I don't know, dude. I mean, I it was. it's kind of like on the top of a rock, literally. I couldn't even see anybody that would hike up there and be able to have their stance. And then when they go up there and they show where they saw it at, they can't even get to the peak where it's at because it's literally this jagged cliff that's – you can't even climb it. So I don't know. I thought, whether you believe it or not, Interesting. You know, if it wasn't Bigfoot, somebody's fucking around and they, they're they a good acrobat because I would have fell on my ass and rolled right down the fucking side of the mountain. I guarantee it.
1: So I guess this is where I play, you know, anti-strange uncle, I the, guess. The skeptic. Is there? Is there, you having looked at the video, does it look like it could be anything else? Does it look like it could be a, you know, a bear up on its the, hind legs or anything of that nature? Right, right.
0: Like, so this is a thing. Yes, it does look like it could be. But when you look at where it's at and then they pan on – and, of course, there's pictures to go with it too. And I actually went a little bit further than most people and I pull up Google Maps and I pull up the mountain because they named the ridge and you know and everything else. And I pulled everything up and kind of looked at like the train and the incline and everything. It's not that it can't be anything else. It's not that it can't be a bear or it can't be uh, you know whatever you want to you know, point it out to be, a giant fucking beaver that needs to lose weight, whatever it might be. But it's the fact that it's the train that it's on. The location. Like it's literally balancing on the top of a granite rock face cliff that you you can't even scurry up with the best hiker's boots and gear. It, it's just weird where, where it's at. So right. yeah, that's what leads me to go, eh, yeah, I don't know.
1: That's neat in that there's something different about it. You know, like, right, I mean, right. you, you see a video for Bigfoot nowadays. You see anything on the internet nowadays. Oh, it's crazy. And you go, yeah, shit. Okay, and you keep scrolling, yeah. you know, but because to see something yeah. that you go, huh, hmm. that doesn't, you know, there's there's another angle there, right? right, where you can dig in a little more and say, okay, even if it is such a thing, how the fuck did it get up there? That's that's, you know? a th- that's Maybe, a whole maybe thing. it has to be some sort of hybrid, you know somewhere between human and animal
0: mm, yeah again you know the third out now the disclaimer then again people don't think i'm a fucking freak here in strange uncles but you know i'm not saying i do believe oh, that, yeah yeah, yeah no, however
1: well we're not well, we're, we're not well <laughs> past
0: that idea <laughs> yeah right exactly but i'm not gonna say you know i'm not gonna close the door and say oh no everything's a fucking costume i'm not that you know there's weird shit out there that we just we fucking have not explained we can't explain You know, there's ways to look around that. So just, you know, I want to put that disclaimer out there just so nobody thinks I'm a fucking kook that's running around in a Bigfoot outfit outside of Ogden. So, because it was a bitch for me to get up on that rock. It was really tough. I had to balance there for a long time for them to get that shot.
1: Well, and that's my thing. Like, I mean, I always, like I say, you know, here I am being the, you know, the voice of reason, the anti strange uncle. (laughs) Oh, thanks. But, (laughs) But, but I mean, I'm open to the idea of things that we just haven't discovered yet. Right, right. You know, like, I mean, I, I'm not a big believer, and when we get to the voodoo stuff, I'm going to have to make a conscious effort to, you know, tamp down my feelings on organized religion <laughs> and things of that nature and, and generally God and oh, afterlife free. and shit like that. But yeah, if somebody yeah. came to me and said, hey, look, we can prove that, you know, when you die your energy go with somewhere else. We just haven't up until now been able to measure it. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. You can show me a provable thing for something that up until now I didn't understand.
0: Yeah. I, I say it time and time again. We're still dumb. I mean, yes, we are well, yeah. We are very complex species, but we're still fucking ignorant on a lot of stuff and we find new things every day and it just continues, you know? um do you have anything else on your side i got two little quick wrap-ups and then we can roll into the voodoo Ooh. no i'm
1: done for weird facts man hit me again with what you got
0: okay so i've got a couple little ones and one actually is a horrific horrific story and i just want to cover it because i i don't wish this on anybody at all okay um I'm there's ready. there's a uh, <clears throat> there's a woman who actually she's 83 early name is emily sparks and uh She claims that she has a ghost that's been flushing her toilet and keeping her up at night. And the most horriblest thing about this, and this is awful, she had to go stay in a travel lodge. To me, that's more terrifying than the ghost flushing the toilet, because you're in a travel lodge. (laughs) But... You know, to eat your own. I mean, if that's what she wants to do. No,
1: that's a, f- that's a fair
0: statement. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. And then one last thing, and this is a fitting to roll into the whole voodoo topic. Um, there actually was a man that was caught last week eating human flesh in a crematorium. Um, shit you not, actually. So there's a South Indian state. And if I butcher this, you know, forgive me, everybody. Uh, Tamil Nadu, 43. It's worked there for a while. They've suspected things because they've seen remnants, I guess, if you would laying around but they actually full-fledged caught this guy just munching away just
1: mowing down
0: yeah like on the barbecue wow. yeah you know? so he was going doing his thing he's been doing it i guess for years and uh he was really upset because he got caught and now he doesn't get his uh, kfc anymore so there you go at least, at
1: least it was fresh
0: <laughs> you know, exactly, yeah exactly yeah he could cook it how you <laughs> hey heart. we cook it how you want to make it guys so <laughs> anyway so there you go. Um, so we're going to go ahead take a quick intermission. And when we come back, we are going to roll into our main topic, uh, voodoo. Stand by, everybody. Yeah! Open the gates to anybody else who's enthused as we are with titillating facts and stories and history jump on the caravan of strange uncles you can find us on all podcast platforms from itunes to google play and if you have nothing better to do at work but fuck around in front of your boss by all means you can look up our website in mystrangeuncles.com we've got all of our podcast episodes there as well along with stories and research blogs that we cover from across the country be more than happy to have you in the caravan just fucking wipe your feet before you come up and muck up our world close the gates So, you know, you're catching us in uh, coming back into, we kind of went on a rampage of uh, politics a little bit. Wait, did we? why <laughs> this fucking world's where it is. But we're going to kind of draw back even keel. And I'm actually going to let my buddy Mitchell take over. Um, we're going to dive into the world of voodoo, everybody. Voodoo. From Haiti. Land of the voodoo. From the devil's house. Me out of me out of I just cannot believe any of this voodoo bullshit. You believe any of this voodoo bullshit, Blair?
1: Yeah, man. So I mean, this is this is interesting as hell for me, because I have spent so much of my time—probably more of my time than I should researching New Orleans and Louisiana culture, because for some reason to me, that's just become fascinating. If I, like I said earlier at the top of the show, if I could move down there tomorrow, I would. And so in my attempt to absorb everything, New Orleans that I ever could, one of those things that I came across was voodoo. And, I last time I was down there, last couple of times I've been down there, I didn't really find as much time as I would have liked to actually take tours and go to museums and things of that nature and learn more about that sort of stuff, but I have spent a fair amount of time researching it online, things like that, and I thought we could probably jump in a good place to start would be let's talk about what voodoo's not. Perfect. Okay, Perfect. so let's talk about the cuz honestly, let's let's be on that's the fun shit. You know, that's v- voodoo zombies and other things what Hollywood has made it out to be right, and what right. and this is again where I'm going to have to tamp down my feelings about organized religion what Christianity <laughs> and Catholicism has made it out to be um, and of course the biggest one right off the top of the bat is that voodoo has become some it is not become is some sort of devil worship or something evil or something bad and the fact of the matter is is that that's just not true um, one interesting fact about voodoo, there actually is no heaven or hell. So even if it were claimed to be devil worship, there's actually no hell in the voodoo religion.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, it's very much into ancestor worship and spirits and people communing with spirits that the two worlds can kind of collide. You can commune with the spirits and become possessed by the spirits. And of course, if you're a Christian, European from <laughs>
0: like 400 you, years you ago and you go to Africa,
1: <laughs> all of these ideas are so very foreign to you. I mean, a oh, lot sure, of it was sure. about changing people's perception of what this was for your own benefit. But a lot of it was just about not understanding and seeing something that was so vastly different than what you were used to growing up with, what you knew as a society that it's kind of easy to see, you see a fellow walking around a skull painted on somebody's face, or them worshiping somebody who had a skull for a head, and we'll get into that in a little bit. You know how that's easy to mix that up with what your already preconceived notions of what the devil is or what hell is.
0: Well, well I think people are afraid of. I mean, obviously, you know that has something tradition to. Oh, skull means death or scarier. I mean, in reality, that really never really yet yeah, was part of celebrating death, but. It wasn't part of any kind of a scare tactic, right? It is right. kind I of mean, typical Halloween.
1: European religion, Christianity, tends to be very right or wrong.
0: Sure. Light or dark. Yeah. Right.
1: Right? No no. Gray line. or you're going Either to hell. You're black I or, mean yeah. you can yeah. talk about purgatory and all that sort of shit, but it's a much more binary equation. Whereas a lot of non Christian religions, Africa and and native North Americans, it's all about balance it's that there's a good and a bad and we need to learn how to work both of those things into our lives so as to remain balanced and that's one of the primary tenets we'll get into this in a bit in, in voodoo is that the voodoo sorcerers the, the saying is they practice with both hands so light and dark oh okay huh. right and so yeah, it's, yeah. All about, it's all about a balance it's gotcha. all about saying, not denying or exclusively it, you know keeping things in
0: symmetry because we know we're not perfect, so you know we actually get pulled from different directions from well, different sides. So. Well, if
1: your entire idea of being of ancestor worship, if, you, if that's the basis for what you're practicing your religion on, those spirits are necessarily going to be made up of flawed human beings, mm. whether they're the actual oh, spirits or the yeah. intermediaries, we'll talk about this in a bit, called loa which are the, the, and this is where it gets a little mixed up with Catholicism, where they're the actual spirits that they pray to, or whether you're talking about actual deceased ancestors, the idea, of course, is that they are their own personalities. It's not a held-up, exultant, all-right, all-knowing sort of thing that's very tied into the human world as well.
0: Okay. So I, I got a question for you real quick. Yeah. So, and and again, I, I you know way, way, way more than Voodoo than I do. Um, you talk talk about the the spirits, the, the smaller ones, yeah. I guess, that we reach out to and we do. There's there's something above that. Uh, Bondi is that correct? Well, is that what you say yeah. it or is that? I'm gonna I'm gonna slaughter this. Bond Bondier. Okay. Is the name
1: of, okay. Is the name of the god? He is the name of the all-knowing creator. He made gotcha. everything.
0: Okay, and then the spirits okay. fall underneath them, kind of. Because and that's... then underneath that oh, is the got you, gotcha, gotcha.
1: All right. Now, the idea is that Bondier is somebody, and I guess we should maybe hold off on this because we got some other, you know, preconceived notions to get through. yet. but just real quickly so we have a background. Bondier, which actually comes from the French word bon dieu, which is good god. god. Not good god as an exclamation, but good god is in. Well pronounced, sir. That,
0: <laughs> that was pretty good.
1: <laughs> and then, but the idea is, is that... He created everything. He's generally a good dude. I I shouldn't say dude. He's actually I'm gonna say he for the sake of simplicity. It's not male or female. Gender fluid. Uh, Gender (laughs) non-specific. Okay. With that. Okay. Um, but he created everything we know. But then he just pieced the fuck out. He just put up his ankles, crossed his arms, crossed his legs, opened a beer, said, "I'm
0: done." So it's one of those things.
1: He's too good for us,
0: basically. So we got to talk to, we got to talk to this person below him because he's, nobody can kind of exalt him. Right. 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 He
1: he took the phone off the hook and set it, you know, for those of you (laughs) that actually remember phones on hooks, and set it down and said, (laughs) don't talk to me. Okay. But he's got a whole bunch of secretaries down there that you can totally talk to them and you can bribe them with shit. Um, And that's a really neat idea, I think, in that, and this is (laughs) kind of where. It makes a really good, part of the reason why Catholicism and voodoo were so easily intermixed, and we'll get to that, is there's a very congruent idea.
0: I have a feeling, but I'll let you cover it, yeah. But I already, my mind's already tripping, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The Catholic saints.
0: Sure, sure. Right? Yep, And so that's
1: very intertwined with the idea of Zoloa, um, that you can, they make, it, it sets up a good situation later on, for them to be one or the other, right? Um, but let's get back to let's talking about what voodoo isn't. Okay, so we've just talked. It's not actually devil worship. It's not actually anything bad or different. I mean, it is different. It's not bad or evil or anything like that. But if I said to you, "What's the one biggest thing you think of when I say voodoo?" What Honest, would that be?
0: Honestly, yeah, um, a voodoo doll like a pin doll yeah that's first thing that pops in my head
1: here's the fun part it's not actually a thing
0: oh oh joy okay um
1: if you go to new orleans nowadays and a lot of people will tell you if you go to new orleans for voodoo you're probably then this kills my soul a little bit to say this you're probably going to the wrong place voodoo today and the voodoo Uh, doll are a product of a tourist industry it's not not actually a thing. There are other examples in voodoo, and we'll get to this, that where voodoo uses things, talismans, things of that nature, for the practices of, of their worship. That's
0: disappointing. Purposes.
1: But voodoo dolls were not actually one of them. There yeah. is another idea of something resembling a voodoo doll in pre-Christian European druids, things like that, of the poppet.
0: Correct. Yeah, I read And about that, that is a little
1: yeah. doll similar to what you would think of a voodoo doll yeah. actually looking like. Yeah. If I had to guess, and I have no basis in research to say that this is the truth, but if you were a Catholic priest or a big high-up muckety-muck and you wanted to make voodoo seem evil, it wouldn't seem that far of a stretch to me to take something that you had already established as evil, that is to say the pre-Christian European religions, and say, hey, look, those fuckers have it too
0: well you know what and let me interject on that whole thing but isn't that really traditionally the whole history of religion in general take pagans for example to where hey look this is what they were doing oh my god they're in the field worshiping witches no they're actually trying to fucking make sure their harvest works well for the springtime and they believe the moon brings life and yada 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 it's the same thing you know so So, many ways to twist around whether intentionally or not
1: intentionally to make it seem like it's something that's evil or bad, right? Look, they're praying to a guy that's got a skull on his face. We equate skull with death. Ergo, they must be devil worshippers. So to me, it doesn't seem that far of a stretch that the idea of the voodoo doll was introduced to further pull down the idea that voodoo was something that was okay. But again, that's just my own best guess because there is something in pre-Christian European religions that looks very much like it.
0: Okay, so when you, and you might be covering this, but when you talk about voodoo, was there an originator? Uh, like, which place really had the the substance of that religion? Does that make sense? Well,
1: yes. Um. So it actually came from West Africa. Mm-hmm. And okay. there is people that believe that voodoo in some form, now not necessarily anything, we would recognize today as what even Haitian voodoo is. But in some form that it was evolving for over the course of like 10,000 years.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Wow. In West Africa. So it was there. Now, again, if you were to trace it all the way back, you probably wouldn't recognize it as anything we think of as voodoo being today. But the seeds of it were planted, some people believe, as far back as 10,000 years in West Africa. Hmm. Um, And so then it makes its way over into Haiti, and of course it comes over with the completely horrible slave trade. Um, Europeans head down to West Africa and take those folks over to the Caribbean, specifically Haiti, specifically Santo Domingue, um, what we know today as Haiti, pardon me. And that's where we start to get most of what we think of today as voodoo.
0: And that's kind of where it kind of blossomed, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: um, when okay. people think voodoo today, mostly uh, Haitian voodoo is kind of the root of everything from that and very much in touch with nature and balancing forces and things of that nature. Ancestor worship, of course, is a big deal in North American native culture as well. You're... You're not talking to God or anything like that. You're talking to your great-great grandfather that that's already passed away. You know and it's not until, and again, settle down, Mitchell, where you get into <laughs> Christian religion where it's you know, people get involved. People that want power get involved and so they come right. up with rules and they come right. up with shit that you right. should and shouldn't do. Whereas a lot of the other African religions or early North American religions were much more personal things. There were things that you did on your own, right? You didn't need to go to somebody else.
0: They should be. They you took should care be. of this shit, I'm sorry. In, at, and
1: and yeah. that's with Haitian Voodoo. That's not entirely accurate, and things like that. But there's definitely, and we see this more and more as Voodoo moves into North America and moves outwards. You're not dealing with large population centers, right? Especially once we get right. into hoodoo right. in what would now be rural Louisiana, where all you had was you and your family. Out in the swamp, out in the bush, out in the... Wherever you were, you didn't have a priest to go to. Yeah. I guess the only one that we haven't touched on yet, and this is where we totally get into the stuff that's a little bit, you know, out there, (laughs) ludicrous, is the idea of the voodoo zombie. Obviously... Not a thing. Anybody that thinks <laughs> oh, it is on. a thing, I thought you know, it was.
0: God, I'm all excited now. Now you. Wow, well, I hate to break it to you. Uh, there is.
1: I mean, if you want it to be a thing, there is one silver lining for you. There was a movie. Oh my God, and I don't have the year in front of me. I'm sorry. Um, and it was, apparently it was based off a book. It's called *Serpent and the Rainbow*, and the book was based off of allegedly a real story. I say allegedly. You know. Yeah.
0: Right. Oh, you know how those ago, things
1: work. There was a slave and I believe it was in Haiti and as the story goes he went to his regional voodoo practitioner one day and said hey doc I'm not feeling so good and so the voodoo priest made a spell threw some dust around waved his rattle and then sent the fellow home three days later dude dies they bury him they have a service everybody thinks it's okay Eighteen years later, one eight, 18 years later. That's what his sister, the dead dead guy's sister is walking down the street. She sees him. Hand on her back, turns around. Hey, I'm your brother. I've been gone for 18 years. I've been made into a zombie and forced into slave labor. Now, people have done some research and some people swear that this actually happened. The best going theory, and I'm going to slaughter the name of this term. Um the poisonous uh, aspect yeah, that's, to that's close. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Right? And so the voodoo practitioner creates a poison out of this titritotoxin and other things, and it mimics death. They bury the guy. He comes up with an antidote a couple days later after everybody's left. And then either because of the titritotoxin or administers other drugs keeps the guy in a fugue-like, trance-like state where he puts him to work on his farm. Right. Eventually, right. he gets freed. Um, some people say he, somebody killed the voodoo priest that was keeping him captive, and he stumbles out on his own and tracks down where he was supposed to be.
0: Um, now, to, to add to some of this, too, by the way, if any of you haven't seen Serpent and the Rainbow, it actually is a great show. In 1989, I believe it was. Thank you. Ah, there's a door to the mystical.
1: And you just walk through it.
0: I'm not dead. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Um, you know, and, and real quick, back on movies, you know, mm-hmm. for... 1934 was one of the first ones that kind of, I think, exploited this whole voodoo thing. And again, you're trying to disprove it of the things that voodoo isn't, which this is a good movie to prove that, which is White Zombie. White Zombie is not 1934 in it. It, um, it did not do justice to the religion because voodooism is a religion. I mean, people forget yeah, that they absolutely. don't. You know, they they forget that it's it's right up there with every other religion you want to believe in. It's not something weird. It, it's just it's a religion. It's bonafide. So, you know, you. Well, can and look when it like you
1: that. think of the "quote unquote" great religions of the world, I bet you voodoo is not one of the ones that comes to your mind. Sure. Yeah. You know, nobody for that like matter, that. and so it becomes yeah. that much yeah. easier to pigeonhole it into something that is not mainstream. Even if the director of a movie does not. Claim to be religious. There's still that idea because it's such a part of the culture, Western culture writ large, is uh, of what your preconceived notions of what voodoo is. Right. So, so New Orleans tourist culture becomes informed by movies, which was in turn informed by Catholic Christian beliefs.
0: So we mentioned that a little bit on the whole, you know, like Catholicism and voodoo share kind of the same mutual agreement where. It's not mutual agreement, but it's similar to where the spirits of what voodoo would be. When you look at the Catholicism side, you have saints and have saints sa- are looking um, at those spirits. Yeah, it's kind of I can see where the kind of intermesh, I guess, is a word. Yeah.
1: Well, what ended up happening was, well, OK, let's touch on one other thing real quick. What voodoo is not or one of the things that people think of is voodoo is not. And that's the idea of sacrifice. And we'll talk oh, about that, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. we'll run into. I'll go on to my rant. Let's about not run.
0: How? Let's slow how, stroll. Let's stroll or meander into it. Does that sound meander.
1: fair? Meander. That's <laughs> fair. That's that. This whole conversation has been one giant meander, and quite frankly, I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> um, so, sacrifice as it pertains to voodoo religion. Yes and no, and a lot of things about voodoo come down to a yes and no answer is there a dude that has a skull painted on his face yes it's just not what you think it is and the same thing can be said of sacrifice when it comes to the voodoo religion do they sacrifice animals as part of their religious practices yes but it's not the they have a saying that is the meat is for the people the blood is for the loa or the blood is for the spirits and the idea is that when the animals are sacrificed, they're sacrificed in no way that is any different from the way we butcher animals for consumption.
0: So the, the voodoo with the whole thing with the mutual and what's going on, the Catholicism, saints, mm-hmm. everything you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's different breakdowns of what voodooism actually, I guess, is. You know, of course, Haiti versus New Orleans and et cetera, et cetera. What uh, different types? Like where are we at now if you look at just the United States type thing? I mean,
1: if you look at the United States, and here's something that I said, well, shit, I forgot to mention at the top of the thing. If we're talking about Haiti, it's actually pronounced voodoo. I've been saying voodoo the entire time, and that's, again, me being informed by what everybody thinks is correct. It's actually Haitian voodoo. When you get into Louisiana, there is – some people will call it voodoo legitimately. Then, of course, you get into modern-day New Orleans voodoo, which is – not really a thing, but is in fact a tourist industry. And then you move outward from that into rural Louisiana and other parts of the Mississippi Delta, and that's what we talk about hoodoo with an H at the start. And so when the voodoo practitioners were, I'm going to say, brought over forcibly from West Africa into Haiti, there was a lot of pressure by the especially French Catholic Christian religion to suppress all notions of voodoo. Have you ever heard of the term code noir? Yes. 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 very much. Okay. So, so that yeah, was yeah. for the listeners, um, an edict sent down by the French King at the time. And again, I don't have his name in front of me. I apologize. And it was literal. It, it really just doubled down on the idea that was already in place, which was all of these slaves must be converted and baptized and made to practice catholicism
0: yeah. yeah
1: and so what ended up happening is they get taken to church or they have to go to church um go to mass or whatever and they worship so it would seem the catholic priests or the catholic saints mentally emotionally they uh they have their fingers crossed and they're going yeah we're going to go through the motions but we're not actually oh, believing what's, go- what, what's going bitches. on in front of us. okay so yeah and so that's where you get the and I'm going to slaughter this term again because I've been drinking um, synchronization where they start to equate the Catholic saints with right. the loa right. with their own spirits that makes and so sense. in this totally way when sense. they go to church and they're worshipping Saint Peter who guards the pearly gates, the gates to heaven they're actually in their minds in their hearts, in their souls for want of a better term, worshipping Papa Legba who was a loa cool is a Loa and so that's where you get and it's actually worked the other way um, where there are now Catholic saints who were originally Vodou Loa really I did yeah I don't have the name in front of me but if anybody wants to look that up um, there's at least one case that I remember seeing in the course of my research where there is currently a saint who originally started his life quote unquote as a Vodou
0: Loa that's that's um, interesting. And just FYI, I know fucking like a hundred jokes about St. Peter. So if anybody wants to write in, <laughs> there, there's tons out there, by the way. So com. But yeah, continue, man. When
1: the Haitian slaves are freed or moved to the Southern U.S., um, that's when you start to get uh, Louisiana and
0: New Orleans. You get that mix, looted. mix going on, yeah.
1: Yeah and, so it, yeah, and so it starts to become influenced by Spanish beliefs and more Catholic beliefs and Native American beliefs. And although the core of it largely stays the same, you end up getting into more of an emphasis on worshipping at home and taking care of stuff yourself. You also see more of an emphasis on things like potions and spells and root work. And, and you might recognize the next term, gree-gree which is a little yeah. sack cloth bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Practitioners yeah. would very yeah. often have around term, their neck. It has objects yeah. inside. Right. Ward off spirits, that sort of thing. And so once you start to move into Louisiana, you see a much more focus on on right. things, on, on talismans, on casting this potions yourself. We also start to see voodoo queens in New Orleans. Which of course is, everybody's familiar with, or everybody's probably familiar with, Marie Laveau, who was the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Not only was Marie Laveau somebody who could cast spells and things like that, um, she was also somebody who you just went to for everyday shit. You just went to for advice. She actually started out as being the modern day equivalent of a beautician. She did hair and makeup and things like that. So people went to their voodoo queens for things that were just much more everyday sort of stuff.
0: I'm sad that other what this religion might be in its own form and its own role had influences outside of that. With you know, we talk about Catholicism and other things. You know, this is how things get so melted down and you know, and it's not really the same thing that it was when it was original. You know, and to me that's sad. Because, yeah, it kind of moves away from the tradition side of what's going on. Yeah. Out, you know, I, part of it's born
1: of necessity. Like, yeah, part of yeah. it's born true, of, you know, true, I have true.
0: to, I I've got to meet in the middle.
1: Worship the saints or seem to worship the saints if sure, I'm not sure. actually. So you don't have a choice
0: in the matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is a story of a lot of, you know, it doesn't, Christianity, religion in general. Sorry, it's a lot. Yeah, that's been oh, the it was story going on across long the whole before thing.
1: Christianity yeah. ever came around. People just, have been doing this for you know thousands yeah. of years.
0: What I didn't know was it affected Voodoo that much was the thing because you know I, and again I've never really researched a whole and Mitchell thank you by the way for being oh. the being the amateur um, you know professionals on the old Voodoo <laughs> thing you know I never really looked into it my my influence on it was I just for some reason I knew it was Louisiana. I knew it was New Orleans. I knew it came from an African country. I didn't know it came back from that. So knowing that whole belief and that that origin background, you know. But again, you know, when it left from point A to point B, and then it gets to point B, and it's just kind of muddled, yeah, you know, in a way. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, the so. fact
1: of the matter is, is that it starting even then, the world gets smaller and smaller.
0: Oh sure. Right. Like yeah. I mean, as
1: people move, as people right. migrate. Right. This is just a thing that happens. Here's a neat turnaround for you. I kind of bring it all back to uh, where we came started from. You eventually move out into Louisiana, greater Louisiana, and we start to get into something called hoodoo, um, which if anybody's familiar with the CCR song, chasing down the hoodoo there.
0: I never put that that together. Yeah, there's there's a a deep
1: cut for you. eh? Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I just said a, so we got my oh, stereotypical yeah, Canadian you're, you're thing. can and, add, you're fine. Uh, can add. But uh, so once you move out into Louisiana, hoodoo, you start to see what we started to see already in the metropolitan Louisiana was a much again an even greater emphasis on talismans and potions and things like that. And one of those things was of course the 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 grigri and the Bible. And so they actually started to use the Bible in. Louisiana hoodoo. Um, less. Really? Yeah, less as a, not super, just as a general set of tenants, things to live by, you know, the golden rule and stuff like oh, that. Okay, okay. Um, But right. also, and this is where it gets a little fun, using the physical Bible itself as an actual talisman. Using it actually, this is kind of where you get your, that's your a big, idea that's about a big using the patch. Bible to ward off things, right? Yeah. Um, and so that was something that they started to actually use the Bible as a talisman object in the hmm. practices. Talking about the Grigri as well, the little bags. There are some reports that it was actually inscribed with Bible verses from the Quran. Really? Be, yeah, because it's the, the, <laughs> they think that the word Grigri comes from juju, which you've probably heard before sure. as a general yeah. term for magic yeah. or or good luck or whatever. Right, and that's. An African term, and since hmm. you get into West Africa, you get up into the Middle East and Quran, and of, and course, of course, the Middle Eastern religions right, came down quite right, a right. ways into Africa, in that, much more yeah. than we are inclined to think of it. For yep. blush. yeah, um, that the Grigri in Louisiana Voodoo actually had Quran verses.
0: God, that you know that. So this is the first time I'm going to say on this episode, holy shit. Because yeah. that kind of fucking blows my mind. It around. all comes, but it back makes around, sense man. because if you think about that, you know the migration from, you know, because that's they're close. I mean, yeah, huh? That's interesting. That's very six very degrees
1: of Kevin Bacon, right? Like, I mean, it's all just <laughs> one down, step removed down. from from everything else. You know, you wow. draw the connection wow. from. Yeah. From Louisiana hoodoo to New Orleans to Haitian voodoo to West Africa. And now all of a sudden you're not that far away from other parts of the world where eventually at some point in time everything kind of becomes informed by everything else.
0: Oh, you know, that's funny. You know, and again, like you said, as the world gets smaller, you know, you see these things happening. Uh, It's just funny how this kind of fell off the, uh, I guess, the scale to a certain point. But, uh, oh, man. Wow. That's what I got, man. One of these days I will have you back and we will talk non-religion about religions. And it God, will be fucking. I could fucking, go on about that for oh God, probably longer than God. you want me to. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, you know, I, dude, thank you, number one, for coming on because it. you know, now I want to go to New Orleans even more now. Even yeah, though it's I fake voodoo. I thought you can
1: make it so much. I mean, <laughs> oh, we would dude, have I'm so much try, fun man. and I would have I'm so many things try. to show
0: you. Yeah. I
1: really, really hope that can be made to work. Yeah,
0: I, I'm really gonna kind of make an effort. Like I said, it, it all kind of hinges on the job thing.
1: There is cool shit and museums and tours and ghosts and voodoo and all of this fun stuff. But at the same time, there's such a laid back Caribbean Southern vibe to it.
0: Gotcha. That gotcha. that it
1: it does for sense. me what that I think sense. Mexico or or cuba or those types of places do for other people where i just walk off the plane and it takes everything i have not to stick my arms out of the side tilt my head back and spin around in a circle like an idiot like <laughs> there, it <laughs> just has that i said to a mutual friend of ours the other day i get off the plane in vegas and i go where's the party ah, i'm ready to go Yeah, and just fucking go hard right i get off the plane in new orleans and i just decompress yeah. It is, for me, yeah. what I think Cuba or Mexico is for a lot of other people. I drew the analogy, and apologies in advance for yeah, – Canadian apologies uh, – for being crude. But, you know, you make love to New Orleans. You mm. angrily skull oh, up Las I, Vegas. I, I, I <laughs> and that's my analogy. New Orleans is just my –
0: Sir, this is a family goddamn show. I'm surprised well, not anymore, you have that kind <laughs> No, I you're totally. Gonna, you're gonna I, earn I totally your R
1: rating on this one. Oh, I'm that, sure. I'm that, sure. So I'm clay. sure.
0: Actually, it's funny because I don't think we said fuck less than we have on this episode <laughs> Actually, I than have on the other episode. <laughs> but you know, it's what it is. Oh, I feel like I dropped you
1: three know. or four of them. Maybe most a of few, them are off air. So who knows? Yeah, yeah
0: that's fine. But, but uh no, I get it. I completely get it. And yes, I will try to make it. um you know, awesome. it, it's one of those things that uh, you know. It's very interesting. It, it was horrible what happened uh, with Katrina and other things, and and it kind of, you know, that broke my heart because it, it, it's the tradition, and and I saw news of, you know, fucking some. Things float you know, on the cemetery, floating around, and yeah, and the gra- I mean, and I, I, honestly, just it was We awful. could do a whole episode oh, on just
1: New Orleans cemeteries, and that sort of like, oh, I that's, could talk that's about that that's for another crazy. Hour if that's you crazy, that's crazy,
0: that's crazy, yeah. So, but anyway, dude, I appreciate you coming on. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, do you have anything else on your side, or? Uh, follow us at Strange Uncles on twitter
1: head over to mystrangeuncles.com if you want to follow me on twitter I am at underscore absolute and the number is zero I think that about wraps it up so I guess for now I'm Mitchell I'm Shane
0: and uh, awesome close the gates. guys oh wait wait what are we doing we're not there's a gate wait what Gates for Norland. We're supposed
1: to close something because I'm pretty sure it's not the bottle of whiskey. I'm opening that right oh, now, wait. so well, unless there's a gate we're supposed to be closing.
0: Is it? What kind of a gate? No. Is it a big gate?
1: Um, uh, a gate to the underworld, no. guarded by oh, okay, Papa, like awesome. no Baron Samedi. Shit. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. close the gates. Close the gates.